Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me the entire pleasure of this party, starting with our rogue. Hi, this is Elise. I play Leonara, the furball rogue, soon to be the proprietor of a wonderful new business in Yalzar. That is fake fucking news. Uh, we have our warlock. Hey, it's your boy Necro. Our barbarian. Hey, Poke, we're here. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing the crack Yerko druid. Our fighter. Hey guys, this is Nick playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. And our bard. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm playing Walla the Asmar bard. So when we last left off... Oh, wait. Hold on. What's that on the air? Is that a... Is that a fine oh, yeah. artisanal soy-based candle? It is that a is that a metal cast die at the bottom of that for an affordable price at criticalwick.com? Oh my god! Buy Critical candles; they're really good. Anyway, <laughs> so we return to where the party had just left off, which was face to face with a adult black dragon and a triton woman of some consequence, specifically uh, Bel Belfa. Belfin? Belfin. Belfin. Nalos is, uh, I don't want to say estranged, but missing, sister? Good enough. And I believe we ended on a question. Is that right? You guys asked the dragon a question? Uh, no, we hadn't done anything yet. We just, like, got here. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so Belfin immediately runs over to you. Uh, and embraces you and you know in in, in aquin you know tells you how she has missed you in the family and she's been she knows she's been gone for months longer than she intended but you know she got caught up in studying here oh well i mean part of our our trek is to to obtain knowledge just see you what they've learned up here, so seems a, a fair reason to have lost track of time. What does one learn from a black dragon at the bottom of a lake? <laughs> so this the the dragon sort of you know poises his long neck up with what can only be called a toothy grin, and uh, <laughs> right small little uh, vapor trails of green smoke billowed down his jowls. And he goes, Well, my fine feathered friend, the finest of all the magics, I would say. Something I'm quite proud of. I like magic. And he, you, he still <laughs> leans his large head down toward the party. I mean, his head probably reached 40 feet off the ground during his little last moment. But it's a gigantic room. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big chamber. I mean, come on, it's a fucking dragon's house. He's gonna make it reasonable for him to be in. Right. It just the the sheer size of what this room must be like yeah. just hit me. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is like what language are they speaking in? Uh, so outside of the initial exchange with Nalos, uh, by Belthin, which was an Aquan, everything else has been in common. Okay. Great. So the, the dragon leans its head down. So 
as I was saying, the the dragon's head is now maybe fifteen feet from the party. I mean, if he opened his mouth, he could easily breath weapon all of you with very little opportunity for you to dodge. But instead of murdering you, he instead you can see the sort of inside walls of his nostrils like flare as he takes a huge inhale through his nose so much so that is anyone in the party weigh less than 100 pounds uh maybe yes definitely not me i I weigh 90 okay so you you feel the suction of this great wind that he takes in almost begin to lift you off the ground you can feel it in your core it's not pulling you or anything great like that, but you feel it begin to happen. You're like, oh, shit. And he uh, <laughs> turns his head to the side to get a good look at you, Karak. And he mm-hmm. says, Tis a shame, friend. You have the skill for magic. That is no doubt. I can smell it on you. But your affinity for what calls magic and brings it forth is of a different path than my own. I could not teach you much. It's unfortunate. But there is many in this forest that could. Yeah. I, I believe we'll run into them at some point. Maybe I can learn something from them, but, uh, Oh, you will. I have foreseen it. Yeah. Foreseen. Of yeah. course. With eyes this size, <laughs> you think I only see now? I like magics. <laughs> he turns to you with almost a childish grin uh, by comparison to what was clearly before to be intimidation, but now is more of a sure, I'll play along kind of affair. And he goes, there will be time for that, I think. But now is not it. A family has been reunited. I thank you for ensuring my sister's safety. He, he, the dragon nods. She has taught me much of your people. I have swam the great vast oceans twice. But to live amongst one for a prolonged period is a different lesson entirely. In all my years, I have pondered how you people conduct yourselves. I have learned much, just as she. Sorry, I'm like drawing a blank. Yeah. Like, what what would... (laughs) Big Dragon, what do? Right. (laughs) There's like so much going on right now. Um, are are you the one in charge of everyone that lives around this lake? Do do they know that you live down here? Hmm. This is a funny thing to ponder, or much less to inquiry. But somewhat, I am revered. I believe is the word. 
They know of me, but not in my true splendor. I have not crested the surface of this lake in my truest form in nearly three centuries. I doubt there is a single being alive on the edge of this lake that remembers that moment. But they see my servants, they hear my voice, and they know my magic is strong. They may not know that I am a dragon, but they know that I am the boss of this lake. Hmm. Huh. Well. I, I, I think Chet would really like to have a dragon under his, uh, under his bones. Uh, but I don't think a dragon would be under uh, some necromancer's bones. Ah, <laughs> yes. You refer to that, well, bold pile of marrow. Yes, yes. no, I am aware of him, and he is aware of I. I assume, then, that you are, since you speak his name, in his employ. I have been expecting you. Huh. Would you like to sign this contract? <laughs> I have already promised that I would sign such paper, but there are things that must be done before I do so, and this has been agreed upon between me and your employer. I will not be haggled. Then surely we can complete these tasks. Let us hope so. I have three tasks. I would ask that you do any two of them in my name. I can do the third if I could come up with the energy. Do we get extra credit if we do all three? What would you rather? He sort of, by the way, if it wasn't obvious, because this is like my favorite thing in Dragon Mythos is that they lay on beds of fucking treasure. Right. Um, he's doing that. He's, yeah, no, exactly. He is laying on a bed of treasure. And Glorious. So, Surrounded by books. And... Right. So when you say extra credit, he takes a fistful. And then when I say that, I don't mean like <laughs> a Leonardo fistful or even a Pahokwi fistful. I mean this dragon's fistful <laughs> of treasure. Almost as if he pulled a fistful of quill, or uh, not quills, but feathers from a feathered bed that he was laying on, and goes, "Would this be what you consider extra credit?" Mm, maybe to some of them. I nod. That that is acceptable. Uh, yes, that would do quite nicely. I'm just going to give a uh, furious accepting nod. <laughs> um, he he puts the 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 pile down, and with a flick of his claw twice flicks a smathering like almost like a shotgun blast of coins at each person who said that would be what they would want uh, but he like palmed down and leans down to Nalos and says now that is of interest to me what other than gold would a f hero want uh, Nalos and I may have uh, similar interests <laughs> Or maybe not. <laughs> we... uh, so far, my whole time here on the surface since I've left home has been to see what is so wonderful about life up here. 
and to find out where my sister has been. She left home, I guess it would be a few years now. At that, and, at that moment, at that saying that, mm-hmm. Finn gasps. Yes, it's, it's been years. Um, and now that I've made it all the way to here and I've seen, I've seen quite a bit in our travels. Uh, I'm, I'm unsure what I would want. I have no need of gold. I, I don't know what I would want, but I, I will help you with whatever tasks you need. A sort of drop of acid falls from his smile and burns and melts away probably hundreds of gold in value. <laughs> and he goes, Ow. Right. <laughs> and he goes, Now that I can play with and will. Um, so who wanted gold? Me. Me. Okay. Anyone else? All right. You two uh, constitution saves. <laughs> I was muted, but... Oh, I um, one. Does Pahokwi also want gold? I was muted when I said this, but um, I meant to say, uh, seeing how selfless Nalos is being... I'm choosing to not take the gold. Okay. I'm inspired by my friend. Yeah, yeah shaming people into being better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, Vala, what did you get? I rolled a nine. Well, I got a 19. Okay, so the shotgun blast of coins that hit the both of you, um, you don't, you kind of like cover yourself and it doesn't really hurt that bad, but Leonara takes six points of damage. Got a got a gold bar to the dome, and you are. Both... I'm imagining it like 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 the dollars, you know, the at the strip club, but with gold, and it hurts. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine there's a very a very prominent sound of. <laughs> oh no! It's just a fucking blast. Like he just flicked a pile of gold at you. Um, you two well, now. This is what I get for asking for extra credit. Yeah, and the two of you get two hundred gold. Ah, oh, sweet. Damn. Worth it. <laughs> yep, totally. Uh, okay, so Belthin sort of steps forward to the dragon and she goes, Teacher, you you did not tell me what time passed. You 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 told me months, maybe, less than a year at most. I've been here for years. The dragon sort of seems to be unsure how to address that. And uh, in Aquin says, "'Tis true, your brother speaks correct now that I think upon. "'Twas not my intention to misguide you, child." This seems to go back and forth a little bit. All in Aquin. But Nalos, basically what you can tell is that your sister thinks that she's only been gone for like a year or a little bit. I'm sorry? Uh, you said basically what you can tell is, and then you cut oh, out for a sorry. second. Uh, 
all you can tell is that your sister seems to have been under the impression until just now that she's only been gone for over a year, like just over a year. Mm. And she's been gone for three or more. Apparently either there's something about the time down here that moves different or she's been inoculated to not notice. Okay. You're not sure as to which, but the dragon does seem lamentful that time has gotten away. Hmm. Anyway, the, the, the dragon switches to common and addresses the entire group after he sort of seems to abate Belthin. And he goes, very well. Shall you hear your tasks? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. I require a lich's phylactery, dirt from a ley line intersection, and ten feet of crystalline cylinder. All right, hold on. <laughs> a lich's phylactery? Yep. Any lich's phylactery or just... He specifies not Chet. Okay, good. That's probably easier for us. Um, dirt from a ley line? A, yeah, a, uh, dirt from where two ley lines intersect. Okay. And 10 feet of crystalline... Of crystal pipe. Basically, oh, crystal pipe. Yeah, like like a like a cylinder, or I guess like pipe, but made out of crystal. And he rem- remarks that you can find that crystalline pipe in Maru's bed, where it grows naturally. Well, all right then. Uh, he, with both of his forearms paw down, he then, like, sort of puffs up a little and goes, or, if you feel you have the metal, you could fight me. Did somebody say hero? (laughs) (laughs) Not, uh... Not not now, Necro. (laughs) Really big dragon. He's, like, bigger than a house. You're right, you're right. Wait a minute. Bigger could, than a house. You, you could chug that entire gallon of, of potion that you got instead of rationing it out. Guys, and, uh... stop it. <laughs> I, I, think... I need a second. I need a second. I don't know about you guys, but I've always wanted to fight a dragon. We did fight a dragon. He Big as a house. Really small. Hmm. And I, I need a second. <laughs> what is what is the phylactery? Is that what you got? What you said? A liches? A poor liches keep their souls. You don't know uh, that shit, rogue. That is true. I probably would not. You know what? Here, we'll we'll do the knowledge method of this. Uh, so well, if you ask the dragon, he'd probably tell you. Yes. Well, I wasn't sure if this was Lauren asking or if this was Vala asking. Neither was I. Uh, well, seeing as both of us don't know what it is. 
Also, we should totally not be rude and find out what this dragon's name is. I'm sorry? Tomatoa, I said as a joke. Oh, ha. Oh. What what may we call you? Uh, the dragon sort of relaxes, seeing that you're not taking him up on a duel, <laughs> uh, and sort of crosses his arms, lays back down, and goes, You may call me Felwind. Another one? God damn it. Are you actually like a porcupine? Or not a porcupine. Um, are you some kind of something transformed into a dragon? He shakes his head. No. Was my... Have any relation at all to a what used to be an obnoxious cat and an even more obnoxious elf? He looks at you more directly and goes, Pray tell me, young one, what cat isn't? <laughs> Good point. Uh, also, Pahokui is now simply going to longingly look at his potion in thought after having that brought up, even though he knows the time has passed. Right. Just gonna think about it. He, so uh, far, I've only met one cat, and he wasn't even a real cat. He was a fake cat. Uh, the dragon continues. Tis my namesake that this whole forest is called. Ah, well, I see the family resemblance now. I don't think they're related. I pat Malos on the head. So, um, what is a lich's phylactery? Uh, to this, Belthin actually chimes in and says, uh, well, my brother, and this is in common, mm -hmm. well, my brother, a lich's phylactery is, how best to say, is where their soul is kept. Should you ever destroy a lich's physical being, its spirit and mental being retreats to this phylactery, which can be any item that they chose upon their death. Hmm. Their first death, I should say. When a particularly powerful arcane person becomes a lich, they designate an item to put their heart and soul into. Uh, as long as that item remains intact, they will come back indefinitely. Well, okay then. Um, I suppose the next part of this question is, are there any liches other than Chet in the forest? She doesn't know. She looks up to the dragon. He nods. I know of two. One along the coast... And one much closer. Which one do you dislike more? I care not for either much more than the other. Hmm. What if we went after both of them and brought double? <laughs> I say as I tear my thoughts away from my large jug of giant juice. The dragon sort of ponders your statement 
and Ken says, what would you want? I'd need only the one. Hmm. I mean, we could... Hmm. We're kind of into murder. <laughs> Necro! Such is the way of you wandering sorts. Hmm. Hey, is I'm there... reading what I hear, man. I wonder if Chet would want another lich out of... I guess not necessarily out of the picture, but at least more under his control. Or, you know, uh, you couldn't, like, enchant my glaive or anything, could you? <laughs> put, put a lich's heart and soul into your glaive so you have a lich glaive. He uh, extends his hand and goes, Very well, man from the north. Put your twig in my palm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take my glaive off my back and uh, put it in his palm. My glaive. Right. <laughs> he he takes it up and very prisly with a pair of t- of uh, talons slacks the blade in his mouth, and when he removes it. It glows an unearthly green fire. And then he like flicks it at you like a discarded toothpick, sinks Mm -hmm. into the ground, and the flames subside. Hot. (laughs) That's pretty neat. I'll uh I'll reach out and take that back. Okay. He regards you again and says well no man-made blade will sunder that weapon nor will anything that lives other than you want to touch it or hold it it will be a bane to all those that call life theirs it's perfect I look at it longingly as if I'm seeing a child of my own for the first time. (laughs) Alright. Well. So there's two liches. There's one nearby. One in... One of the, the cities on the coast. There are three cities on the coast. I think. If I remember the map correctly. Yeah. So we... So, we need to go to Maru's bed, and either the coast or somewhere nearby. Uh, and then we need dirt from where two ley lines cross. <laughs> Correct. Are you able to tell where ley lines cross? Am, am I? <laughs> um, you would know. Okay, so, like, you don't have a supernatural ability to tell where ley lines are, mm-hmm. um, but you would you would hazard to guess that if the druids of this forest are like the druids of your homeland, then wherever the druid circles regularly call home, mm-hmm. ley lines probably cross there. Okay. What's a ley line? Ley lines are a mythos concept where uh, that works particularly well in Yalzar because the idea of ley lines is a magic 
imagine magic and the way magic works. Um, imagine that it runs like veins through the world. And so you can call and cast magic anywhere. But if you're standing where there's literally a lifeblood of magic running through the earth, that place is going to be particularly attractive to things that like magic. So like cell phone tire towers and cables and uh, sort of. you know the, the ley lines or the, the circles will probably happen near like cell phone towers or big uh, uh, right. I don't know what else sets off cell phone reception, but yeah. So yeah, that that's an appropriate way of thinking of it. Mm-hmm. So anywhere where ley lines cross would be, um, you know, double your pleasure, double your fun when when it comes to magic. Mm-hmm. So the earth. The fruits that grow there are probably more tasty than normal. Like, the animals probably grow to larger sizes there. You know, small things that you wouldn't notice unless you know, unless you knew to look. Okay. So find some druids. And, uh... Yeah. Well... Then it sounds like we should go make some other stops and then come back here. And we should be able to take care of what what is the saying you all have? Two birds with one stone? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no, we do not harm birds in this party. We use them for their power. What do you say, Nalus? Is it like two eels with one clam? Uh, I have to know. I should have prepared this fucking metaphor before this, <laughs> right? Bokwi, ask him the important questions. Yeah. What are the idioms <laughs> of your under, underwater society? That's fucking world building, like, next level. Anyway. They uh, they don't translate well to common. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard to say. Oh, the classic back out. I'll try and work on that while we're you know doing other tasks, and I'll let you guys know. Hmm. Okay. Check for now. Um. So, what do you guys think? I mean, we can't do any of these tasks here. Right. Oh yeah, I mean like we have to get out of here and do his tasks for him. I mean look at what he did to my glaive. It's beautiful. That is pretty fancy. Look at what he did to my wallet. I know. I that think was you guys pretty have nice more money too. than me now. That's impressive. I think they might have more money than all of us. He got you and your sister back, Nalos. That's I know. Kind of important. Yeah. That's the best treasure of all. <laughs> Um, so, let's see, it's, it was what, like, almost evening by the time we got down here? Yeah, it was, it was getting on on the day. I swear if we get topside and there's flying cars now. (laughs) (laughs) 
suddenly we're in a shadow run game. <laughs> it was a trick the whole time. Uh, Alright. Um, so what do you guys think? Should we go back to the capital and let him know that we need a different contract and we'll come back with this one later? Or... Well, let's get topside and see if maybe we can like give this contract a little talking to. Maybe one of his little lady friends will appear and you know, give us another contract without having us travel all the way back again, like last time. That's true. Mm. If not, then yeah, we'll we can ride back. Yeah, if we have guess... to, we can ride back. Are there any Drew? Like, do we do we have a way of finding out if there's any of the druids near uh... here? <laughs> Correct. Well. Hang on, let me look through my spells here. I have I have some locate spells, but uh, can locate animals or plants. I was gonna say none of them are locate druid. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't speak have anything. With animals. Ooh, 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 I can speak with plants. Um, I want to go up to to a tree and uh, use my speak with plants and say. Um, Excuse me, we're looking for for beings who are able to communicate and work with you and and um, and animals and everything else in the natural world world. Are you able to somehow gather your your brothers and your sisters and and show us a way to to such a being? Right. That's a good thing that you could say if you weren't at the bottom of a lake. Ah. Okay, is there no seaweed? There's got to be some kind of plants You're at the bottom a, of a lake. I don't think seaweed would know tower. anything that's above it, though. It's not like all plants talk to each other, I think. Maybe. What if it's like Mean Girls, but like different plants? <laughs> Besides the fact that we're at the bottom of a tower right now underneath the lake. I guess, here's the thing. Do well, we want to try and stay here for the night? If our... If Felland would be such a kind host? Or do we want to go to the surface and make camp up there? And figure this out? Either way, I think we get much done tonight. I would be much more comfortable above the water. The dragon sort of chimes in. I could not agree more. I would, but I won't have you. I like this me. guy. There's simply not enough room for all you people. Very well. Um, But I will escort you topside it, well, faster than you would prefer, I think. Uh, before we leave, though, Belton, is there anything that you need? from the surface that we can bring back for you. She shakes her head and says, I must return home immediately. Not long after you all pass, I will pack my belongings and be on way. I must go home and see the folks. Mother will be quite pleased to see you home again. She smiles sweetly and you can see like a little tear start up. But uh, 
Belthin walks over and, and gives you one more embrace and says, I will see you soon again in the depths, my brother. Of course. Travel safe. She nods and collects herself. I'll give her like a couple days worth of rations to make things a little easier. She sort of smiles and rejects you and then like snaps her fingers. Hello? She snaps her fingers and produces a loaf of bread in her hand. Well, that's nifty. I've learned much, brother. I look forward to sharing it with you and everyone else. All right. Aw, she doesn't need you anymore. I bet that bread's not as good as that dwarf's bread in Yorkton. But no, it isn't. You're goddamn right. Yeah, but she didn't have to wait for it to make or anything like that. That's true. Just there. And it's also completely worthless to a group of people that live underwater. I mean, still. <laughs> like, I did that. And how I was happy like, the ducks will be. Right. <laughs> uh, those middle of the ocean ducks. Okay. So, uh, so she goes off to a mm-hmm. side chamber, presumably to get herself together. And the dragon goes, I believe that I have not given a gift to each of you to ease your travels in the tasks you said you would do for me. Does anyone feel ignored? Uh, well, your great and mighty dragon, sir, uh, we, we face a great many dangers. Um, uh, and uh, a dragon's hide is quite thick. Uh, a, 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 a scale or two that I could have the uh, armors turn into some, some armor that would fit me would, would be quite nice. He sort of eyes you sternly as you go through that. And he goes, hmm, very well. And with that, he sort of speaks in draconic. Uh, for those who can understand it, it's clearly an incantation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with several mouthfuls of large and long words and a single gesture, a dragon uh, appears between the party and him. It's a wormling about the size of a horse. <laughs> Neat. Uh, it is white in scale. Uh, it looks around and like looks at the party and sort of like takes an aggressive stance and then with a single wipe uh the felwind grabs the dragon and crushes its skull in his palm (laughs) i'm really glad we didn't fight that guy And then he, with his single talon, slices it down the spine, and once again on the under underneath, and pulls almost look like it's about to pull it in half, like a wishbone, just flays the scales, and then throws the like four hundred pounds of dragon scales on the ground before you. Uh, 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 um. Could you carry this? I mean, we have our fancy backpacks. How much do those hold? <laughs> a lot. Not uh, as much I as can I can carry. <laughs> Surely I can carry this for you, Karak. Oh, by uh, the way, Felwyn begins to consume 
the rest of the dragon. I mean, I would expect so. Wouldn't want to be wasteful. Yeah. God, that's so fucking metal. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll carry your, I'll carry your scales for you. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I get the scales and like kind of like drape my pon. I take my poncho off that I'm wearing and drape it around it to hold it like a haversack. Uh, you almost more easily carry the scales. Right. Uh. Pokwe, you taking off your poncho reminds me, we were supposed to leave uh, your your jar here. Oh, yes! Of course. We have a gift for you, Mr. Dragon. Yes. Um, all the way from my people to you, I gift you one of our fine soul jars. And I uh, slide one of the, I slide my soul jar over towards him. He looks oh, no, and please says, don't trap a dragon in your soul jar. This would not go well. Don't right. look at it. Don't look inside. <laughs> the, the dragon nods and goes, I'm aware of your people's ways. Good, good. I didn't want you to think that I was trying to trick you or something. I'm not fearful. What was that? You're, You're not. not I'm not fearful, he says. Uh-uh. I'm going to get a new headset this week. Yep, it's cool. Like nearly everybody in our party just needs new headsets. <laughs> yeah. And the, the That's what we should have asked the dragon for. Alright. The handy haversack can only carry 80 pounds anyway inside of it, so... I'll see. Yeah. Let me just divide it up. Luckily, like, you have a powerful Pahokwi, and I hope you can hear my flexing through my microphone. <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. I look forward to watching you try to swim to the surface with 400 pounds of dragon scales. Right. Oh, please help. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't. Well, I can cast Water Walk, and then you'll just go to the surface. <laughs> right. At All 60 right. feet per per round. Oh, that's perfect. So that's kind of nifty. I'll be like a rocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Felwind the dragon looks over to Necro and says, I believe you have exactly the talent I've been looking for in a pupil. Please, great dragon. He uh, fishes around in the pile of treasure underneath him and produces a small onyx framed hand mirror. Uh, just this, maybe the size of a human face. And he extends it over to you in the palm of his great hand. I take the mirror from him. Only when the moon is in the sky and you can see it. Call to me through the mirror and I will teach you. Mommy. <laughs> I will do so, great dragon. This will cost you. Maybe more than you are willing to give. But what you will get, you will be most pleased with. But I believe it is in your people's ways. Make pacts. This 
Thank you, Great Dragon. I eagerly look forward to our lessons. He smiles and goes, As I, young Necro. As I, young Necro. And with that, he goes, Well then, I believe you've all been taken care of. You have much to do. And my time is precious. All right. Uh, farewell. Okay. Uh, I cast you out from here to the sun. And with that, he sort of like backhands towards the party. Um, all of you are flung by a great force. Make uh, strength saves if you want to resist. Oh. Nah. nah, I'll just be flung. He's Hello. daddy now, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just let it happen. Alright, you all get flung into the wall nearby. When you hit the wall, it's like a thick viscous surface rather than stone. And it begins to pull you in. God damn it, fucking ooze ball. <laughs> uh, I hold my breath. Okay. And I too all, hold my breath. <laughs> as, you, as you all begin to hold into the wall, you hear the dragon's voice echo. Walk the path. Do not leave the path. Okay. okay. I with, walk the path. <laughs> I too walk the path. All right. So did everyone here see Get Out? No. Yeah. No. Are, are, okay, never mind then. I'll just describe it naturally. Um, so you, after you guys sort of get wrapped up in the wall and can no longer see, it's just like black water. You, you feel like you're submerged in water. And then you feel ground under your feet. And as you sort of stay you look and see a path of lit cobblestone that leads to a silver archway, maybe 50 feet away. All of you were standing there. You can see each other, but you can't see your surroundings, except for the lit cobblestone that leads to a silver threshold. Uh, about 100 feet away. Okay. Alright. So, I walk the path. Yep, walk okay. the path. As, as you guys start to walk the path, you see... Um, you can start to, maybe it's just your eyes are beginning to acclimate to the weird place you're in, but you can hear faint giggles and whispers in the darkness. And then you can see beautiful men and women clad in silk made of gold and offerings gesturing towards you, but you have to step off the path to get it. <laughs> are there any yak folk women? Nope, I'm resisting. I gotta resist. I gotta carry these scales, man. Yeah. A few steps later, maybe ten feet progression later, no one steps off the path, I assume. Nope. Nope. Uh, oh. A big old dragon told me to do a thing. <laughs> so. Alright, so they all fall apart into gold. Like, melted gold on the ground. And disappear That's... into the darkness. <laughs> then lining the road is chests that fling open full of swords and bows and wands and scrolls 
all manner of magical weaponry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I keep to that path. <laughs> Alright. Then, uh... Nah, just they keep all, walking. They all fall to maggots. Ew. Gross. Yeah. yeah. And you hear something behind you on the path. Mm-hmm. In the distance, you can see a single elven man. A single yeah. what? A single elven man dressed in very nice clothes. Uh, and he sort of gives you all this sort of leery and lecherous sexual, like, predatory look. Like, he's about to say something like, I could gobble uh, you up or something. I cut out completely there. Fuck. It was so creepy. It, it was I heard it. Basically, you're getting catcalled by some elven noble lookalike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he begins to follow you all. Gross. Hello? Can you guys hear me, at least? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I, uh, I just keep my eyes forward and keep going. At least what I can see through all of my um, scales that I'm carrying for Karak. Right. You hear? I do the classic fast walk, pretend to be on the phone. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> you hear him whisper promises of power, glory, women, f- fortune, and fame. A kingdom of your own. That's cool, but I'm doing okay. I have a policy of not listening to creepy elves in dark hallways. I keep that, going. At that at that point, before you can turn your head away, you see him. His face is suddenly that of your father. Oh. He draws a golden blade and decapitates himself. Good thing I hate my dad. Right. Well, that was weird. Uh, he falls apart into a pool of blood. I, I don't like this place. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that wasn't my dad. (laughs) And say we should keep going. All of a sudden, it's 50 feet left between you and the threshold. And you can hear it soft at first, but you all begin to hasten your pace. But soon it becomes like the Jabberwocky. Just sounds in a cacophony of gibbering noises and beguiling laughter, you can start to see eyes and mouths gnawing at you from the darkness that surrounds the path. Shit gets a little creepy. Fuck, guys, it's the fucking truth. And as you all pass the threshold, you uh, find... It's almost like you walk off a cliff sensation when you walk through the threshold. But instead of falling off of a cliff, you fall out of the edge of the lake onto the ground on the coast. Ow. I'm going to need every drop of that five gallons of beer. (laughs) Other than the really creepy parts, that was really cool. Did did, did Um, we just teleport? Yes. I... uh... (laughs) 
I'm just gonna drop your scales on the ground for a minute and go like wash my face with the water of the pond that we're or the lake that we're next to. Okay. Do you open your eyes while you're under the water? Well, I just, I just like pick up a little scoop of water with my oh, hands okay. and like splash it on my face. Um, like fuck. So you see your reflection in the water, and it's your decapitated father's face laughing at you. I drop the water and walk away. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Not today. <laughs> What's wrong? Not today. Is there something weird there. Still seeing shit in that water, Nalos. Don't. Don't. Um, at that point, a large well pushes the water up. Uh, some sort of monstrosity is coming out from underneath the waves. I'll go ahead and grab my trident and just watch and see what's going to come up. Yeah, I'm backing away. Oh, yeah, nope. I'm going to... Don't, don't want to yep. this. Yeah, I'll pick up the scales again and back away. A large single tendril whips up. And then as the water and kelp recedes, it's Chesapeake. Oh, hi, girl. Oh. Sorry, we kind of got just, like, thrown up here. And... That's really weird, because she we just looked like my dad. <laughs> uh, you look nothing like your dad, then. That's weird. God damn it. <laughs> I kind of uh, thought that your dad would be, like, furry like you, but okay. Cool. I shake my head. Alright, so, what's the plan? You guys are on the uh, very different part of the lake. You're not where you started. Uh, oh, we're at the, the far end? The The plan is to start drinking. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, I my plan. Yeah. Is it nighttime now? Yes. Okay. Like let's uh let's get a nice little weird. distance. No, Echo, we can't hear you right now if you're talking right now. Oh. Um I think we should get a little distance away from this fucking lake and uh set up some camp and have some of that delicious magic beer you brew, Karak. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Crack a few cold ones. Mm. I also like the idea of getting away from the lake. Alright. <laughs> if you want to go back there, just wait a level and I can make you go there anytime you want, Nalos. Listen, I come from a simple tribe of simple yak folk, and uh, we're just into fighting giant worms, not none of that shit. <laughs> oh, okay. None of that thinky brain stuff, huh? Yeah. It's too much. Pain. I'm getting that thinky pain. <laughs> oh no, feelings. They're coming for me. Oh no, my feelings. I better run from them. <laughs> You'll never catch me, suppressed thoughts. <laughs> right? Hey, um, Vala. Yep. What's your uh, vicious mockery? What's the type of damage it does? Mm, I think it's psychic. Let me okay. look it up. I, 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 I just forgot if psychic was the damage type. Also, okay. um, is real quick, um, 
Dora taking a second. Uh, sure. Is there anything that I should know to write down about my glaive now? Um, well, let's see. What did he tell you? Uh, he told me that uh, none can break it. Only I can wield it um, or want to wield it. Uh, and it is and it's... all those that are living. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's all you know. Okay. Cool. So I can confirm it is psychic damage. Great. That Thank you. Mockery does. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. So you guys set up camp some distance away. You guys mm-hmm. are able to discern you're on the south side of the lake now. Okay. Camping some brewskis. Cracking some cold ones. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody in the party that can like look at magic items, like discern what magic items do? Nah. Ooh, ooh, I just got a a wand of of oh no, it's just a tech magic. It's not like understand what magic. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, you can detect magic and find out what school it's it's in, but not. Uh, not more than that. Where yeah. did you get a detect magic wand? Um, I don't know. I have it written down from last session. It's wand of detect magic and disease. Mm-hmm. Detect poison and disease. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, not magic. But that's an important distinction. Yes. Yeah, okay. there's, there's detect magic, and then there's a separate thing that is detect poison and disease. I was going to say, like, I don't remember. I knew I handed you a wand, but that was that was not it. Well, while we're camping, I'm going to take my new toy and I'm going to like test it on a tree or something. Okay. Immediately break it. Um, it can't be broken. What's your normal damage? Um, with my glaive, my normal damage is uh, 1d10 plus 2 slashing. Alright. Um, roll to... Well, no, don't roll to hit. Um, <laughs> man, how agile is this fucking tree, man? Okay, so you sink your blade into the tree. The tree okay. immediately begins to wilt and die. Oh. You deal max damage, and you take half of it yourself as necrotic damage. Uh... <laughs> cool. Hokwe, you aren't looking so good. Did the tree hit you back? A little bit. You all can't hold our liquor, to Hokwe. Your fingers are looking a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, rotten there. Yeah, I could I use offer- a little. I could use a little bit of a healing hand here. So I offer Pahokwe a cup of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. When you yeah. sink your blade into the tree, you can when you like grip it to swing, you can see the green flame like light back up and light the blade. And when you swing huh. into the tree, the black flame, or sorry, the green flame, like, it seeps into the wound. Um, so, when you hit with this weapon, yeah, if it is a living target, um, and this, uh, never mind. Basically, once between every short rest... Uh, basically, recharges on short rest. The first time you hit with this weapon, you must do 
max damage with the weapon, and you roll an additional d10 necrotic. All that damage gets dealt to the creature like it normally would, and you take half. Huh. Okay. Fancy. Painful, but fancy. So, is that only if it's a living target? So if he hit, hits a lich with it, it won't do it quite right? Yeah, that, like I said, that between each short rest, the first living thing you strike, you deal yeah. max weapon damage, roll a d10 for extra necrotic, and then whatever that total is, you take half. Okay. Non-resistible. Hmm. Alright. Awesome. Alright. Gonna so, go back to camp and drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when for for you, like how that necrotic damage sort of felt, um you can feel your life force fade from you to to fuel the blade. Hmm. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, <clears throat> fine. Oh, and also, let's keep. Can you keep a tally for me? Yeah. For how many of times how many... the weapon activates? Yeah. Thanks. That's not ominous at all. <clears throat> it's fine. I'm sure I'll only become like some sort of death knight or something at the end of this. <laughs> the size of a house. So, um, who has the the contract? Uh, Leonara, I believe. Yeah, I do. I like holding on to the important things. Right. Uh, can we take that out for a moment and see if we talk at it enough? If one of the Tiefling sisters will show up? Yeah, sure. Well, we kind of need to go back to Felwind anyway because we're carrying four hundred pounds of dragon scales. This is true. That's a long trip back. Yeah. Well, I suppose we should get started in the morning then. Yeah. How long of a way is it? Uh, it's at least yeah, a couple two days, days around now. the lake, and then four more days on the on the road. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. Um, Necro, do you commune with uh, the dragon? Uh, is the moon in the sky and I oh, can see it? You know it, baby. Like a big pizza pie. God damn it! I, uh, I, yeah, I pull out my my onyx mirror and I look in it and I look in it. I look at it. All right. A moment later, you can hear your mind sort of shudder, like a cold chill runs down your spine and then the the mirror surface sort of ebbs like a silver lake and then you can see the visage of the dragon and he goes very good i'm glad to see that you mean to indeed chase this power pupil who is it that you already have a pact with i can tell that it is true i have a pact with the raven queen Tis fitting for your people. I will speak with her, and we will come to terms with what I can do through and for you. 
Yes, Daddy. Call my name to the mirror on the next moon. I will most certainly do so. He nods. Very well, my people. Sleep well, for the lessons after this will become taxing. Yes, Necro, go. All right. I put my mirror away. Cool. All right, so... Uh, any other nightly rituals? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. Uh, I do 100 push <laughs> I'm sorry? None that can be discussed in public. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, fine. Next day, you guys wake up to the rising sun. The mist on the lake is heavy. And you can see a small gathering of animals through the mist. Do you think that's our our noble steeds? We do need to go and find the rest of our mounts. Yeah, we do need to go back to our mounts. Uh, uh, we can go see if they're our horses. I don't know why they would have wandered around to us. Unless the dragon told them to do so. so All right, let's go. Let's right. Approach yeah. the animals. Let's approach uh, them. A pair of sleepy fishermen. In fact, two that you recognize. Uh, come around and are 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 sort of have tethers to your mounts. Huh. Oh. Man, they made good time. Yeah. They uh they sort of wave to you a good morning and go, We've been looking for you in Elvish. I wave back and say, Well, here we are. Uh they sort of approach your guys' camp with your animals and go Oh, we saw you disappear without your pack animals. Seemed inappropriate to steal them. And only appropriate to bring them to you. So we figured, where would they be? But the other side of the lake. <laughs> sure. Very generous of you. Do you speak Elvin? No, but I translate back and forth. Okay. Uh, the two fishermen kind of smile and go, Well, your one friend does have quite the hand for fishery. He does. Well, they sort of uh, turn to Leonar and go, if your friend would fetch us 20 fish, that's all we'd ever ask in exchange for your animals back. Aw, dope. A fucking gathering quest. Sure. (laughs) I mean, I I assume that she's communicating. I'll have him get you 25. Oh, thank you. Your kindness knows no bounds. May the trees always bow in your wake. We could just murder the fishermen. And I increase it to and say that they asked for 25. Whatever. It only took me, like, a couple minutes to get five fish before. Yeah, It's the principle. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to bring our mounts to us or anything, but they did so, and that was very nice of them, so we should kind of reward them. Anybody else would do the same for us. 
Besides, I can, you know, stretch out, get a swim in before we set off walking, I guess, since you all don't want to swim back across the lake. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, so... Give me a survival check. Okay. That's a bummer. Uh, seven. Okay. So you get a couple fish that are pretty small, but uh, um, most of them are too too quick on the morning, rather, to get caught by you right away. Mm. So you have about five fish, but then you also see a large catfish that's as big as you are. <gasps> I'm gonna get him. Okay, make an attack <laughs> roll. Oh. Uh, that's a natural one. Okay. Uh, you fling your trident into the side of the catfish that doesn't kill it, but it immediately swims into the depths with your trident buried in its side. Well, that's a, that's a bummer. Do you want to try and go after it? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll go ahead and make that swim try and keep up with it all right give me a uh survival check to track the catfish <laughs> oh that's so much better uh that is a 20 okay you're you're you managed to track the catfish i mean it's making quite the stir as it thrashes along the bed of the shallows mm -hmm. uh and you know you probably would have missed it if it wasn't for the fact that that trident's still sticking out of its side because it's buried in the bed of the of the lake, and maybe you know, let's say a few like a hundred yards from shore. Mm -hmm. But then there's this you know four foot pole sticking out of the ground. You're like, hey, that looks like my trident. The catfish must be there, and lo, it is. Sweet. Uh, but and it and it it has expired when you find okay. it. Okay. Well, good. I'll just go ahead, and since the trident is still stuck in it, I'll just yeah. drag it back to the surface that way. Okay. Uh, so you, you get this catfish that's the size of you. I mean, it's like 200 pounds. It's a big fish. Right. Um, it's a struggle. Yeah. And the two fishermen cheer as you haul this fish up. Uh, the two fishermen turn to Leonara and Elvin and say, that will be plenty fine. We will be champions of our village if you can keep a secret. I say that I'm enjoying the view and would like Rinalos to keep on working for it for them. So I'm going to have him get another one. But I'm going to cheer him on and say that the fishermen are, are telling him he's doing a great job. Cool. Do you, do you go back in? Yeah. Okay. I don't know any better. That's true. None of us speak. Oh, survival check. <laughs> yep. Go ahead and give me another one. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Yeah. It takes about an hour, but you're able to get the twenty-five fish, twenty-four fish. Well, here you go, guys. Enjoy. Have fun. Thanks for bringing my friends, you know, animals back to them. I know you all can't understand me, but. Seems wrong to just like not talk to you guys. Uh, so they 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 smile and and cheer you, but uh, 
um, they sort of in in common they can say a little, and so they okay. they, they point to you, and they say, and this is very broken common, but this is what you can take. You will be known as the risen and riding tide. Well, thank you. And with that, add they, that to my character sheet here. Yeah. And with that, they uh, they haul up and string up the twenty-five fish on a rack, and then put the 200 pound catfish on top that they've already gutted by the way on top of the rack and sing a beautiful elven song as they make their merry way back to their village where they're presumably going to be heroes well that was fun guys you all ready to head back to the capital yeah yes of course rising tide Well, thank you. I go over to my ram and give him a big ol' hug, because I missed him. He's disgruntled. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad that he is, actually, yeah, he's, he's on an like, out-of-character basis. He's, he's very, um... Sundere about the whole thing. Yes. He's like, <laughs> like, I don't like this, but I really like it. <laughs> Alright, so you guys mount up. Uh, it's five days of travel to get back mm -hmm. to the capital. Yeah, cool. Cool. Um, do you guys have the supplies for that? Uh, oh, I definitely... Yeah, I think we I definitely can, do. Yeah, I mean, I can... Yeah, I can take those back into the water to catch more fish. We, we've eaten several rations, but I can also, for one day, uh, just, like, create food and water. For forty-five pounds of food. I mean, we also have the um, the tablets of bread that are worth two days of food each and stuff. Yeah. All right, just That's just right. make sure you guys tax yourselves the five days of travel. Yeah. All right. Five days later, you find yourself back at the great gates of the capital city of Felwind, and uh, the gates open to you. Yeah. I have a uh, armor or blacksmith to, to visit with the Hokui. <laughs> I uh, I go wherever Karak leads me with all of these fucking scales. I was gonna say, I mean, I just want to see the blacksmith's face when we like come back with all this stuff. So yeah, I go. Good. So so who wants to go to what shops first, and we'll just handle this out. In quick order. Mm -hmm. um, I'm uh, going to go to the blacksmith with Karak. Yeah. I want to go to the... Um, alchemist? The alchemist. Give him more blood. <laughs> I No, I gave him all the blood I needed. Yep. Oh. I want to collect my, my uh, cloak of daylight. <laughs> Alright, fancy. Yeah. You look so fly. Yeah. Okay, so you go and collect your cloak of daylight. Basically, with a with the with a single command um, that you can do any number of times a day, you can make it affected by the light spell. 
um, just at will. Basically, you can turn it on and off, and it just produces twice the light that a torch does. Wow. Um, Wait, is it light or is it daylight? Uh, I'm not done, but yes, okay. it's l regular light. And then once per long rest, you can cast daylight through the cloak or the, the, the cape or whatever it is. That's super cool. I love it. I'm going to be so shiny. <laughs> it's going to like really work with my, my glitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? So I don't have, like, a thing in mind, uh, but I guess I would talk to either the blacksmith or the alchemist. I'm not sure who would have a, a better plan. Uh, but I would, you know, just kind of ask that since I tend to just fight with just my, you know, my trident, uh, and I leave my shield on my back. Um, if there is anything useful that I could have in my offhand. Um, yeah. I mean, and then I, I welcome them to have like you know time to think on that. I mean, just talking to you as a DM, mm -hmm. there's nothing you could put in your offhand mechanically. Okay. That would help you because doing so would get rid of your dueling benefit. Right. Well, it just, I know the dueling thing just says it has to not be a weapon. And then we went with the whole, um, that would also affect a shield. Gotcha. So, I don't know if there's like, you can get a, a magic, well, what's it called? There's a magic shield that, like, just, it's an, an animated shield. Yeah. Animated shield. Yeah, that would work. Uh, while holding the shield, you speak its command word as a bonus action to cause it to animate. The shield leaps into the air and hovers in your space to protect you as if you were holding or as if you were wielding it, leaving your hands free. The oh. shield remains animated for one minute. Yep. That's super nifty. Yeah. Well then, yeah, that sounds freaking cool. Uh, can can anybody here make one? They what do they need me to get? It would cost a few thousand gold to do so. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, um, Vala and Leonara. Yes. Yeah. Have you guys looked at your gold since you left the lake? No. God damn it. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, well, well, I, I feel like now the first thing I look at my gold, I'm meta. Yeah. Right. I buy some dinner from a restaurant and pull out my gold. Uh, you notice that there's 20 more gold coins. Or, sorry, 25 more gold coins than you remember. Oh, well, that's better. Wait, so there's not 200 more? It's just 25? No, no, no. That 200 is there, but I'm saying there's 25 more gold coins than you remember. Okay. I'm going to test out a theory. And be like, hmm, there's 25 more gold coins than I remember. I'm going to close my, my coin pouch, open it back up, and recount. And see it's, if there happens to be 250 this time. No, it's the same. Uh oh, man. <laughs> you just... <laughs> I mean, that's a nice hope. That's a good dream. Like, perpetuating 
coin pouch that refills itself every time you open it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But that's not what's happened. All right. Um. So who who else? Oh yeah. So, uh, the guys say you would need to provide them the essence of an air elemental. Okay. And three thousand gold in materials and a shield. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's going to take me a while, but I will keep that in mind as we go about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, does anyone? Oh, so you have your dragon hide business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, with them. What? What armor did I say we were basing this off? If any. Oh, you, you cut, cut out, out for there. a little bit. What? What? What armor are you trying to get? Like, is it studded leather that is? Uh, the dragon scale mail. <laughs> Alright, hold on. Let me take a look at it. Yeah. Uh, you, you said the uh, dragon was white, so it's the, uh, uh, be, it'd be scale mail that just has a plus one to AC and resistance to cold. Oh, and there's, I think there's other things, too. So, yeah, they can do this, and they will, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not proper. Well, d- can you wear scale mail? Uh, because it is dragon scales, which is not metal, yes. <laughs> okay, but it's that's that's medium armor? Yeah, it's medium armor. Okay. So, it's not going to be proper dragon mm-hmm. scale mail. Um, you will get the... You'll get the plus one AC. You'll get the damage resistance. But you won't get the uh, advantage on breath weapons and frightful right. presence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the uncanny ability to discern where a dragon is. <laughs> okay. But you but you will get basically dope druid acceptable scale mail. Yeah. Uh, also, it doesn't cost an attunement slot. Yeah. Oh, let's go over that real quick. Since mm-hmm. I don't think I've talked about this to this party. Um, do you guys know how attunement works? No. Takes uh, like the length barely. of a short rest to uh, attune to something. Rest. Oh, a long rest? Okay. Yeah. And you only have three slots that you right. can attune to. But the way I like to do it is you have an amount of amount of attunement slots equal to your proficiency modifier. Okay. Okay. Cool. So bear that in mind. Okay, does anyone else? Oh, and that's going to take a while to get that together. Karak. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, I imagine. Yeah, no, no, no. But that, Almost but... as long as getting 3,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to carry it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 
what do you guys do now? Well, after I drop the scales off, I flex a bit to stretch. Sure. Um, and then uh, I'm just going to follow these guys around. I don't have anything to do. I got my potion. Uh, Necro, did you have any business in town? Uh, none that I could think of, but I wouldn't mind going to the Alchemist and see what's going on over there. All right, so let's let's rewind a few days, right? Because mm-hmm. you probably communed with the dragon at some point. Oh, during the five. Yeah. Yeah, if the full moon was out, yeah, sure. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a full moon; just you have to be able to see it. Uh, okay, yeah, so definitely. Um, so he, so you call to him. He appears in the mirror, and he tells you that he has spoken to the Raven Queen, and she has given him permission to teach you, uh, in addition to what she has given you. Um, immediately, uh, you notice that not only does, uh, do your feathers feel harder and scale-like, but also that of both of your birds seem more resilient and more draconic in nature. Um, all three of you birds that's a hard way to say that um gain the breath weapon ability as if you were a half dragon or a dragon wow hell yeah shit i should ask for more than just gold (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could have asked for a weapon that hurts you whenever you swing it Or you could have just been satisfied that you met somebody of such immense power. What was the name of the uh, spell? Um, just open the player's handbook, go to races, and okay. uh, look at the Dragonborn breath weapon ability they get. Uh, breath weapon, cool. Yeah. You and both of your birds have that. Damn. And it's Black Dragon, of course. Course, course. So the whole flock there, they uh, can the all bird. breathe acid. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> they could even do like a father son Kamehameha thing where they do it all together. I was like oh. just about to mention that. <laughs> and you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. So uh, that he he tells you that that is the first lesson, and it cost you one maximum hit point because you had to imbibe um, acid from him. Totally fine with me. So your max hit points went down by one. Okay. All right. Um. So I would think at this point in time, if we are done with our, our shopping, uh, we would probably want to go speak to Chet. Yeah, for a new contract? For probably a new contract, and then asking him about the other liches in the area. Yeah. Yep. yep. Sounds good to me. Alright, so you all approach the palace grounds, but before you arrive, uh, you hear like a To the side. Oh, what was that? You hear a whistle to the side. Oh. Hello? Um, there's a tiefling woman resting against a wall, and she beckons you all to come over. Huh. Which one is it this time? 
so I assume you all go. Um, yep. a, sure. a tiefling woman yeah. in very, uh, very similarly clothes to every time you've seen a tiefling sister, except mm-hmm. this one has aquamarine eyes. And uh, she bows and speaks very curtly. Very well, you're back. I assume everything went well at the lake. I have heard no such news. Well, report, damn it. <laughs> the, the lake was interesting. Um, I can breathe acid. <laughs> Necker can breathe acid. Uh, we didn't get a contract signed because we have some things to do before the, uh, the uh, leader of the lake will sign the contract. But uh, we, we've come to exchange that contract for another one so that we can complete another one while we're completing tasks. Complete tasks while we complete tasks. She shakes her head. Disappointing. Very well. Get off your steeds. Join me by this wall. You must see Chet immediately. I do that. <laughs> she like blows a hard whistle with like you know she, like pinches her thumb and forefinger in her mouth and like does that really loud whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, a series of town guard approach and take your steeds to the nearby stable. And she goes, very good. And she, like, looks at all of you to make sure you're leaning against the wall like she is. Mm-hmm. Is everyone? Yes. Yep, yeah. Lean against the wall. Yes, yeah. but trepidatiously, because last time we leaned against a wall, some shit went down. She goes, very good. See Chet post-haste. Give him the report you gave, and whatever it is that you require, there must be something important, otherwise you wouldn't be in the capital empty-handed. Very well. And with that, she stomps her left foot twice, and the ground beneath you trap doors and flings back up. You guys are falling down a chute that leads into, you know, about 100 or so, maybe 300 feet of slide, and then spits you all out into a dungeon. Uh, looks to be like a laboratory of some kind. All kind of sort of magical whiz-biz going on in the room. Uh, you all fall onto something very soft. Uh, you look down, and it's a pile of corpses. Well, bones, I should say. How is that soft? Well, they're clothed. Ugh. I get out of the pile of corpses. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty, that's making me pretty nervous. Um, in the distance, you can see uh, Chet is reading a large tome. And he looks up at you and goes, Oh, didn't you just think about taking the front door? You should tell your tieflings about that next time. Or put, like, a bed here instead of them. Oh, uh, sorry. Of course. Uh, enemies normally come that way. Uh, wh- what color were her eyes? Aquamarine, I uh, believe. She's very professional. I apologize. She can be curt. I assume I'm now going to you're... call her curt. <laughs> I assume there's a reason you're back in the capital? Everything go well with the lake? Sort of. <clears throat> um... Fine. Met a dragon, you know. He was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, 
We did find my sister. That was pretty cool. She didn't know how long she'd been gone, so she's on her way home. Uh, But he asked us to do some stuff, and we figured, well, we can't get him to sign the contract without doing those, so we may as well grab another contract to, you know, do some extra tasks at the same time, be efficient and such. Chet goes, did he ask to fight him? I mean, it was an option. Um, and we said, no, we think we'll do the whole running errands thing instead. Good call. Uh, And then later he killed a white dragon wormling just instantly. Well, you don't get to be a dragon the size that he is by, uh, being weak. This is fair. I feel that when he offered me the same opportunity to bring him to heal, I may have been able to take him, but even if I had bested him, that's not it's not good. I guess don't just not fight to the death. Right. Um, but uh, on that note, one of his tasks was to get a lich's phylactery. No, uh, and he said there were... Up. Not, not yours. yours. He, he did specify that. Um, but he did say that there were, there were two other liches in the forest, and he only needs one of them. So I asked uh, he, him which one he liked, he disliked more. He didn't care, so I figure now I'll ask you. Which one of those other two other liches do you uh, would you rather see us bring down? Well, we certainly wouldn't want to kill an ally of yours. No, of course. Liches do not often get along, and I'm sorry that it has to be so blunt that you are in the employ of one. I tried to keep that a little bit of a secret, but uh, yes, the the I imagine that one will be. E- I know who he's talking about, by the way. I know that the two he's referring to. Uh, one of them will be easier to fight on their own, and the other one will be, uh, well, harder. I, I say hmm. you you should pick. Do you want the lich you fight to be challenging, or do you want? its cohorts to be challenging. Huh. Because one of them is a child, and its cohorts are its family that had it turned into a lich to preserve its life. And I imagine you will find its cohorts, that be its family, quite challenging to fell. Especially considering that they are the governor and governance of Port Linvas. Yeah, I'd hope we go the other one. And what is option number two? Oh, some whimsied hedge wizard that found a book of phylacteries and is probably unnecessarily strong for a, a single wizard in the middle of the woods. Hmm. I say big boss. But... Yeah, I think the second choice is yeah. what we should go for first. Yeah. I just don't know if I have any to kill a kid. He not a real kid. Well, we don't know how long he's been a kid for. I assume liches cease to age, so... He could be older than me. Could... Mm, yeah. No. The boy <laughs> died only 20 years ago. Yeah. You'd fight the skeleton of an infant. Well, would be God, that would be hilarious. 
I can't make that a good song. <laughs> <laughs> make just when you write it, think of it like we're fighting a gnome. Um, okay, so crazy wizard seems to be the direction we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you give us an idea on our map of where we would find him? He points to the area of woods between, you see, like, south of Lake Felmoss. If you, like, drew a line from the southern tip of Lake Felmoss to the road, yes. it's like yes. a triangle just to uh-huh. the west of that druid circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like somewhere in there. I'm not honestly sure. He moves just... whenever I put scouts nearby. Okay. Um. Let's see. What else did he ask us to do? He also um, might speak to a scholar or a wizard in your employ. Uh, we could benefit from a map of the ley line in the local area. He points to all the druid circles. Just follow the druids. Every one of those locations, the druids have already marked as a cross line of ley lines. Oh. Wonderful. Thank you. Neat. He looks cool. at Karak and he's like, you should have known that. Hey, I, I've never been here before. Yes, but your people all practice the same way across the world, yeah. I've found. Yeah. Just making sweeping generalizations. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, and then we were told that we could go to... I can't read that word. Maru's, uh, Maru's bed. Yes, Maru's bed. Ah. He, he wanted like, some crystalline pipe cylinder yeah, the, things. The, the gnomish and halfling tinkerers of Maru's bed. Fine craftsmen. They have seemed to convince the crystal that grows in the deep bowels of Maru's bed to grow in nice tight cylinders like pipe. Apparently, it lasts forever and can handle the most extreme heats. They use it to divert uh, lava flows. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Fascinating, yeah. truly. Do you need anything else from that direction? Not that I couldn't send the sisters on. Okay. We needed well. to have a contract signed in Myra's bed, right? Yes, of course. Uh, since we're headed there anyway, we might take that contract. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, I will take the one that you currently hold, and uh, I'll have one of the sisters bring it back to you when you're ready to turn it in. But uh, okay. just a moment. Let me fetch the one from Morrow's bed. Uh, he sort of stands up and walks to part of the, the laboratory, and there's like a scroll rack, and he sort of flips through a few and goes, ah, here it is. And he extends it to the party. Cool. Cool. I uh, I take the contract. Okay. Yeah. And he looks to take the Lake Felmoss one. I hand it over and then hand up my hand expectantly to the Hopi because <laughs> I want to hold on to it. And I hand it to her. Gosh. <laughs> well. I guess in that case, I don't think we have anything else that we need to be here for. So, oh, oh yes. Um, I tell Chet that I had an idea on the road and asked for a minute of his time, <laughs> and I don't want to bore my compatriots with this, so I will allow them to leave. But I tell Chet that I think it would be 
would really speed up this uh, whole contract process if people didn't have to deliver them in person and could instead, you know, use birds to fly them back and forth. So he inquires, so you mean to pass message between townships with birds? Yes, exactly. Well, I'm not against the idea on a principle level, but let me be honest with you. When it comes to this contract business, it is imperative that it's delivered in person. You see, it's a message you send with the deliverer itself. To see you all walk into their village or town or port, that sends a message, a message of power, and that is the message we need to send. While a bird is not a bad messenger, it does not have the impact. Plus, you all being my direct employ, being the direct ley line between I and those townships, that shows a personal level of commitment I have to d mm, ruling them. So, while I do not think that your uh, fantasy of birds carrying messages is a bad one, but it is not appropriate for what we're doing right now. Well, you're the boss. I imagine that whole thing like Shark Tank. <laughs> right. Except it's just one guy who's not interested right now. Uh, with that, Chad says, well, if there's nothing else, I believe we're all done here. Please, the road before you is long. Are we going to walk through another wall? I want to take the front door and go to the stables <laughs> to get foggy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Chet beckons Necro. He goes, oh, my Kinku friend, Necro. Uh, yeah. I understand you're taking lessons from that old dragon. I can spit acid. He'll teach you much more than that, I'm sure. But as a friend to a friend, listen to his whispers, but do not let them control you. I appreciate the kind words. Very good. He sort of gives you like a, you know, trot on gesture. Don't tell me what the dude. <laughs> All right, so I trot on. Yeah, <laughs> you guys go and get your mounts. I assume. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, I give Foggy a nice brushy brush, and uh, I'm more happy about it because he hasn't been uh, dragged around by fishermen that smell of fish. I was slightly hoping he would be a Sundari Ram for the rest of this. <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, just when he's grumpy. Okay, so. You all head off towards Maru's bed, or where where do you guys head to? I mean, we may as well go to Maru's bed. Like it's yeah. it's closer, ish. Yeah. Not yeah. only is um it's closish, it also has uh, according to the map one of the circles for our leyline dirt. Oh right right right. Yeah. So you guys are going to go towards, like, Ket Toss and then just cut into the forest from there and pass through? Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, we can, we can uh, I mean, refuel on rations that fell when, but go to Ket Toss and 
refuel there as well and then cut in some ours bed. Okay. So go ahead and, uh, you know, do your business in terms of shopping yeah. from Felwood Capital. And next week, we venture towards a Druid Circle and Maru's bed. Woo! I hope you enjoyed tonight's session. I know I did. Um, we've had our entire party with us tonight, including our bard. Hey, it's Lauren. Thanks for joining. Our fighter. Hey, this is uh, Nick. Thanks for listening, guys. I almost said our funk man. Our, uh, <laughs> our druid. Uh, I'm going to have some dragon scale armor soon. Not soon at all, but soon. <laughs> Bye. Our, our barbarian. Hey, this is Pahokwi, whose glaive now hurts him. See you next week. Our warlock. Hey, it's your boy Cody. See you next time. And our rogue. I'm pretty sure that Chet doesn't like messenger pigeons just because the DM wants to shut this down. <laughs> See you guys same time next week. Bye. It's Bye. an inside job. <laughs>